0: Hi everybody, I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 29 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food thanks as always to everyone who has subscribed in itunes soundcloud stitcher or google play and especially to anyone who's left me a rating or review in itunes or apple podcasts i'd love to see those come in so thanks for that and a reminder you can follow me on facebook twitter or instagram for food pictures and also to leave comments there uh just search mitch goldich in all three places you should find me and on instagram i have a relatively new instagram account just for the podcast mitch eats food pod on instagram so why don't you check it out But now, let's roll right into episode 29. So I'm bringing back a returning guest, and it's actually the first guest who I ever had. If you go all the way back to episode 6, it's my friend Matt Smith, who I call Smitty. Back then, last year, Smitty and I went to the Goosey Gander, our favorite deli on our old college campus at Lehigh. Talked about some awesome sandwiches. So Smitty, my first guest, you are back. Hello, Smitty, how you doing?
1: Hey, Mitch, thanks for having me. Sure. And it's it's hard to admit, but I think what we're going to talk about today might actually, well, no, it definitely beats the Goosey Gander. I'm sorry, Tony, but (laughs) this is some
0: spectacular food we're about to go through. Sorry, Tony, if Tony's listening. Yeah, we, I'm sure you've eaten a lot of food in the last year since we we did this. This has to be one of the highlights. This is going to be one of the best meals. So uh, I'll, I'll tee it up. Now, last weekend, for those who don't know, was actually my bachelor party in Austin, Texas and there were a lot of guys there there were a lot of meals so smitty you and i are going to talk about barbecue we actually uh it was a, the bachelor party was a collection of former podcast guests uh, Smitty you were there David November was there Greg Patchak was there John Heiak was there so hopefully you feel a little bit honored uh, but you were you were sitting very close to me during the barbecue and I could tell you were enjoying it so uh, let, let's talk <laughs> I feel about super it super honored was this uh, I, I definitely ate my fair share of the meat <laughs> um,
1: I definitely have good respect our, our end of the <laughs>
0: table was the end where a lot of it was so uh, so first off we're gonna get to the barbecue how was how the food in Austin was was this the best meal that you had while we were in Texas
1: Yes, this was definitely the best meal we've had in Texas. I mean, we had some really great tacos. Went to a steakhouse. All oh, it was great. Austin's a great food scene, but I mean, this barbecue, it's like head and shoulders above so many other barbecue places.
0: Like this guy, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. All right, so let's talk about it. It's in the name of the episode, so everyone knows. But we went to La Barbecue, so I know there are a bunch of famous barbecue joints in Austin. I know Franklin Barbecue is one, and there are a few others. We went to La Barbecue basically because of the logistics, because we had a big group. I think we had 16 of us there, and they let us pre order and then also uh, eat there. So I think there were some places where you could pre order and do takeout, and some places where you had to wait in line. So we got there. There was a line that was probably an hour, hour and a half, maybe longer, and we just rolled right in, got our order, and they had these big, uh, basically, picnic tables outside, and we had one reserved. So, uh, you know, it's still one of the top places down in Austin, but, uh, you know, just just to give the background, that's why we picked it. And it worked out because it was just, it was a great setup. I love being outside. We got lucky that the weather was great. It's just, you know, it's hot. You've got the meat sweats. You've got the outdoor hot <laughs> weather sweats and uh, it was just nice to be outside and have that kind of space. So, La Barbecue, and and yeah, I mean, talk everyone, we were all talking about our favorite barbecue places, I think, as we rolled in, and then even as we were uh, eating it. So, like my previous uh, best barbecue experience, I always talk about the time that I went to Arthur Bryant's in Kansas City, and that for me was great because I got uh, a, basically a plate of brisket, and then they had a ton of different sauces, and I was just dipping the brisket in all the sauces, and that was a great day. This was a different experience, and it was nice having such a big group because we, instead of ordering our own meals and sandwiches, things or thing, you know, we just ordered basically family style, just a ton of food. So for us, we got to try everything, and that's definitely that's the way I recommend doing just about any meal. But I mean, in this case in particular, it worked out that we got to try so much different stuff. So uh, Smitty, I told you to be prepared. We had five different kinds of meat. We are going to power rank all the five different types of meat uh and talk about all of our sides we had so much food uh it was incredible so should i should i read off the meats alphabetically first and then uh and then we can go through them one at a time is that how you want to do this sure go for it all right so alphabetically we had beef ribs brisket house-made chipotle sausage pork ribs and turkey so a nice, uh, a nice array of different animals, different cuts of meat. Uh, and then I guess I'll mention all of our sides before we then go into the power rankings. We had the house-made pickles and house-made pickled jalapenos. We had chipotle coleslaw, potato salad, pinto beans, and rolls. They sell sandwiches, they sell loaves of bread, but we basically just got uh, a bag of normal old uh, potato buns so that we could uh, make some of our own sandwiches. All right, so do you want to go first with your top choice? I feel like I've been talking a lot, so I'll I'll pass it over to you. Of the five meats, what was your favorite, Smitty?
1: The top two are close, but I think the very clear top winner are the beef ribs. I mean, that is by far the best beef rib I've ever eaten. I I hope you have pictures up for people to see this thing like it's got to be like, you know, nine inches at least to a foot long, like a massive dinosaur rib with a ton of fat and meat and deliciousness.
0: I am going to disagree with you on one point and the thing that I'll disagree with you on is that you said one and two were close I thought one I thought the beef rib was head and shoulders the best thing that we had I had a lot of trouble ranking right. two, three, and four but I'm with you this beef rib was incredible it was gigantic we're gonna post I have pictures of the rib I also have pictures you guys all took pictures of me just holding this thing up and you're <laughs> right about to call it like the dinosaur bone because that's how what we were comparing it to uh, and yeah, it just like fell apart uh, it was so big that you know like no one person would eat the whole rib. We got you know enough that we all got you know half or a third or whatever. so I picked it up first, and then uh the meat just the top of the bone it just falls off and then I just like ripped it with two hands like uh like if you 're watching an old YouTube of like a strong man ripping open a phone book, but it was just like it just peels <laughs> apart, and I just have like chunks of meat in my hands and you 're right, it was just fatty and delicious it was maybe the best cut of any meat that I've ever had anywhere, honestly. And, you know, I I, I know I can be prone to hyperbole uh, on this podcast and in general in life, but seriously, it was that good. The beef rib, I thought, was just – that was the most amazing thing that I've eaten in a long time.
1: Yeah, I can agree, and that was the first thing I took a bite out of. I got it. It was still smoking hot coming off the grill, and that first bite, it was still hot and gooey. That might have been the best thing I've had in just really long time. Yeah,
0: I – I should say, by the way, I talked about our setup. The other thing, uh, because I want to make sure everyone has the right visual, we're out on these picnic tables and we did not have plates. They just gave us these paper placemats, and so all of us just set up with a a paper placemat in front of us, and just, like, we all had our own individual spread. Everything came out in trays, and we're just grabbing things, and even, so you can imagine, the beans were just, like, pouring beans. Eventually, we discovered they (laughs) had these little plastic dishes, but for a while, it was, like, all this runny, juicy pickle juice and uh, just, like, a a scoop full of beans onto the paper placemat, so, yeah, it was just, like, meat everywhere, but, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It was also the first thing that I tasted, and just awesome. All right so you said one and two were close. I will let you go next. What was your second choice? Yeah
1: the, the number two the other the other clear breakaway was the brisket
0: hmm. I mean just perfectly
1: done charred on the outside, super tender. I, I could just eat that all day every day like the, the beef ribs tasted spectacular, but they were very fatty like you can only have so much of that. Hmm.
0: I could just constantly eat brisket. Yeah. It was great. The rubs on everything were really good. Everything that had a rub was just delicious. I agree with you. The brisket was great, but I actually have it third. I have the Chipotle Ooh. sausage number two. That was awesome. Awesome. It was a house-made chipotle sausage, according to the menu, and I have no reason to doubt them. I just – I didn't know that until after the fact because we didn't really uh, talk to them too much about their sausage-making process. But uh, looking at the menu after that, they have three different kinds of sausage that they make in-house, a regular, a chipotle, and a jalapeno. This was really spicy. It had a a thick casing, which I don't think is always necessarily a positive, but they were sort of – they were all connected in this big tray that they gave us, and it was, like, hard to rip the two of them apart. Um, but then you either cut it with a knife or just take a big bite into it, and the meat was just, like, overflowing the casing. I have this one zoomed-in picture that I'll post where it's, like, the, like, pieces of sausage are just, like, falling out of the casing. It was so good. It was very spicy. And I I just, uh, I really liked the brisket, but I don't know, it's, it you know, I like brisket because I love brisket. That's probably my favorite thing to get at a barbecue place. And so maybe I'm, uh... You know, I didn't want to put brisket second just because I love it. So if I was sort of ranking brisket relative to other amazing briskets that I've had, it might be number, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's part of why it's not as high. I just I thought the sausage was was delicious and a little bit more unique. And I just every bite that I had of that was like, oh, my God, this sausage is so good. So I, I have that number two. And then the brisket, I have number three for the same reasons you have it, too. Uh, you know, it was awesome. Hard to imagine putting brisket lower than third for me. Yeah. And I mean, I have sausage stirred myself and I I get what you're saying. The sausage was was something
1: different. Mm -hmm. It had that chipotle taste. It wasn't just a normal, you know, Italian sausage. Um, It was super juicy. Well done. I I have no complaints about that. So I,
0: I will say, did you eat the brisket just on its own or did you make a sandwich out of it? Come on, did that you... bread is a waste of room. There, there's no room in my stomach for that. So I did both. The brisket was also – I I, uh, I had some of it just on its own with the sauce, and they. I think they had two different kinds of barbecue sauce on the table. Um, so I, all, I had it on its own. I also made a sandwich out of it, and I put in the spicy coleslaw and some pickles and tried it both ways. It was very good. Um, you say it was tender. I, I feel like I've had other briskets that sort of fall apart more. Um, and are a little bit, uh, softer and more tender than this. I, I, it was tender, you know, all the meat was, but I, I didn't quite think it was as tender as some other briskets. So it, uh, but it, it was good on its own. It was good in the sandwich where I don't want to split hairs too much. I mean, I put it at number three and that it's still like a nine out of 10 on a, if I'm rating it out of 10,
1: no one would be unhappy with that brisket. <laughs>
0: Right. All right. Uh, Four and five. Very possible we have them in the same order. I've been letting you go first. I'm going to let you go first again. Give me your number four. Pork ribs. Mm Mm-hmm. Same. Um, Also great. Not as big as the beef rib. Just, I mean, it it couldn't be. There uh, aren't enough dinosaurs on earth anymore. Um, I actually, I considered putting the pork rib over the brisket. My two, three, and four were really close. But these were delicious. Not as much meat as the beef rib, but still very meaty. Again, a really good rub. I mean, if uh, if somebody, if I had just gone and just eaten the pork ribs and not known what I was missing, I would have been, I would have come come away amazed at how good the pork ribs. So they were. uh, uh, Once I ranked two and three, they were an easy number four for me. Yeah, I mean, I I agree.
1: The pork ribs. I mean, it tasted great. You know, all of their meats have the dry rub on them. So that's like the the type of barbecue. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've had better ribs. You know, some places have, but that's their thing. So, you know, I had high competition to compare those pork ribs against, but still, they
0: were great. Yeah, so I agree, putting them in the four spot. And then, so we both have turkey, number five, and I think it showed up, and everybody was kind of like, oh, turkey? Uh, and, you know, we had less of that than anything else. I don't. I could probably look up the order. We're getting pounds of everything else and just, like, a little bit of turkey to try because <laughs> I think we might have had some uh, non-pig eaters who uh, we were looking out for and wanted to make sure that they got their turkey. And then I originally, exactly. I didn't even take any because I, sort of like you with the, the bun, I didn't want to waste any space in my stomach. Uh, but I was like, you know, we're here. I have to try the turkey. It was really good. It was, like, very smoky off the grill again another good rub great in the barbecue sauce <laughs> you know I feel bad putting the turkey five but uh, it was it was great as far as uh, barbecue turkey goes
1: yeah exactly I mean the turkey was perfectly done
0: I think of it like if I lived in Austin
1: and I actually went to this place regularly I would die if I just kept getting the
0: beef ribs so I would probably get the turkey more than anything else yeah because it's delicious. It doesn't make me feel so terrible. A bit of a leaner uh, animal. That's a, that's a great way to put it. If you move to Austin, which some of us were tempted to do, uh, then yeah, the turkey. And I, I did not do the turkey. The turkey probably would have been great in the sandwich too. It's the spicy slaw and the spicy mm-hmm. pickles and everything. Should we we should talk about the sides? The pickles were surprising MVP side for me. Um, When we were putting the order together, the menu online said don't forget the pickles, and so we were like, okay, well we can't forget the pickles. But I thought, you know, they would just be pickles. They were so spicy. The it was almost hard to tell between the pickles and the jalapenos. Uh, You guys made me take a bite into a big jalapeno pepper because it was my bachelor party. They were like in the same. They came in these big uh, plastic containers just full of like spicy pickled juice. And they were great. Um, Let's see. The the spicy coleslaw was great. Everything was spicy. Oh, my God. I had heartburn the whole rest of the trip uh, based on this one meal. But um, did you have a a favorite side that stood out? Yeah, it's funny. And the pickles were my favorite too.
1: I love spicy food. Mm -hmm. It was the perfect level of spiciness. I mean, you know, that was the perfect pickle. I could eat that every day um green coleslaw potato salad i like those as well the baked beans are yeah they were pinto beans you know not my favorite but it was okay yeah that was the Um, one thing that didn't
0: really uh didn't really go at the table they were very runny uh so i don't know if it was partly tough just because of the placemat situation but they were also it was it was kind of interesting that they were pinto beans it's not what i was expecting they were fine they were spicy too um, I will say the potato salad served a very important purpose in that I think it was the only thing on the entire table that wasn't spicy. Uh, maybe the turkey, yes. too. I guess the beef rib. But, um, I mean, it, I just felt like so many things I was putting in my mouth were spicy that it was like every fifth bite I was like, all right, let me just take a little bit of potato salad just to cut some of the spice. And it was good potato salad, too. That's, that's not the only uh, oh, purpose it served, but that was important. Yeah, I love the potato salad. And I,
1: I think we should warn people that like one of the sides we got was like actual pickled jalapenos. Yeah. But they were only just a little bit pickled. <laughs> so I like heat. That was still pretty damn spicy. So be careful if you
0: take a large bite out of one of those jalapenos. Yeah, definitely. As uh, Yeah, definitely. Be careful. Um... All right. Is there anything else we want to say? So I guess the last thing, I mean, we – a bunch of us then, we were kind of hanging around waiting. There's a whole – there's a grocery store there, which was interesting, and they had a whole uh, beer fridge, and people were there drinking beers. I don't know how you could possibly drink beer. I mean, I'm a a beer guy, but we were there to eat meat, and we were all just so full. Uh, I'm sure I could have had one beer to wash it down, but it was a lot of, uh, you know, let me drink some water to help me keep eating meat – uh, you know, I, I would have filled up uh, much quicker having a beer. But then we were just kind of hanging around for a while, figuring out what we we're going to do next. And they took us on a almost like a mini tour of the back. They have this little fence, and uh, one of the chefs or grillers or barbecuers or whatever you call them, he uh, took us back and opened up some of the smokers, and that was just. Uh, that was an amazing experience to see that he opens it up and they have all of tomorrow's briskets. We were there. By the way, I didn't say this. We were there. We went at 11 o'clock in the morning, I think, 11:30 maybe. Um, and so to see them just cooking the next day's briskets and watching the, how those get tender and they're just covered in the rub and just the smell when he opened it up. That was uh, that was incredible. They actually wouldn't let us take photos. I uh, I wish I could post one, but uh, I had to respect their rules. No photos. But that whole back area was really cool. The whole place, just the atmosphere, everything. The food, awesome. Really a, a really great experience. And, and I agree with you. We had some great tacos. We went to that steakhouse. This was the best and definitely the most memorable meal we had in Austin.
1: Agreed. And that smoking area in the back was a thing of beauty. <laughs> it was really nice of them to take us and give us a tour. It's 50 briskets sitting in this gigantic smoker. It's sad we don't have a picture. It's probably, like, the size of, like, a large van, and they have three of those across. It was just massive.
0: Yeah, one of our friends was started doing the math of if they have this many briskets a day, this many days a year, and they cost this much, how many millions of dollars of revenue do they make a year on literally just brisket? And it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. It's, uh, it's a good business model. They know what they're doing down there. All right, Smitty, any final words on La Barbecue in Austin, Texas?
1: Austin is a great food town. Texas is known for their barbecue. When we went there, I was honestly a little sad we weren't going to go to Franklin because I heard that was the best. I have no regrets. Yeah. This place is great. Anyone that goes to Austin, you got to check this place
0: out. Well put. It just means that we have to go back and go to Franklin and compare. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, – yeah. I don't know if that's on the radar, but we will definitely – you and I will eat again soon, my friends, I'm sure. And uh, I'm sure we'll get you back on the podcast again. So uh, thanks, Smitty. This was fun. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, everyone else, for listening. If you're new, a reminder, you should go back and check out all my previous episodes. This one's a little bit long. Most of them are just uh, 10 minutes, some 15. So you can go and download all of those. Check out past episodes. Again, you can catch Smitty on episode six when we talk about our sandwiches at the Goosey Gander. Texas is the ninth state I've eaten in in these 29 episodes. Plus, I had two episodes in South Korea. So most episodes are in New York. There's a bunch in Philly, plus one in Vegas, a handful of other random places. So not all All of them are Austin, Texas. Go check it out. I've been eating all over the country, and I'm actually going to Nashville next week. So you can expect something from there for sure because I don't go to Nashville without eating something that's podcast worthy. Make sure you subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. While you're at it, do me a favor and write an iTunes review. Tell me what you think. Tell me where I should go next. It helps other people find the podcast, and I always appreciate it. In the meantime, you can also follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter or Instagram. Search for Mitch Goldich on Facebook so you can see pictures of this ridiculous <laughs> dinosaur rib, beef rib, and, uh, and all the other stuff that we ate. And follow the new Instagram account, Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram as well. Lastly, you can email me, MitchEatsFood at gmail.com if you've got any other questions or comments. Make sure you tell all your friends. Thanks, everybody, and I'll talk to you again real soon.